So, D-Roy, how was your Labor Day? Was it pretty good? It was it relaxing? Yeah, you know, I got done decent time at work and uh, took an hour out of my time to teach a brand new guy about how to play fucking fantasy football and, you know, take your time with the transactions. Think things through. Ask questions. Don't do anything rash. An hour later, he drops fucking Kyle Pitts. And I have to go fucking verbally bitch slap him. Motherfucker. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, the Commissioner, here in the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and for the time being, over on good old Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How's everybody doing? Hope you had a good, nice, long weekend of drafting. Uh, Yeah, yeah, mine was great up until fucking two hours ago hour and a half ago, whatever the fuck. <sighs> like I said, got done at a decent time. Thought I was going to get the fucking uh, week one spreadsheet almost completely done outside of pricing for the Sunday night football games and the Monday night football game. But, uh, yeah, that didn't fucking happen. So we're going to try it again tomorrow. We'll see how well that works out. Uh, today's podcast, at least uh, this one, I'm going to try and get two recorded today. Uh Kind of go over a little bit of DFS in the next one as far as how I play and all that. This one is going to be a little bit boring, a little bit tedious. This one's going to actually go through the spreadsheet, how to read it, um, what you're looking for, uh, tit for tat. You know, that wasn't really a good thing. But um, basically just how to figure out how to kind of, you know, garner your interest in certain players uh, when you're starting to kind of break these games down. Uh, make your player list, and then, of course, you know, paring down the player list and whatnot. So we're going to go through the spreadsheet a little bit on this one. I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you exactly how to uh, look at this, read it, uh, and hopefully understand it. Um, We try to do this every year uh, without fail. Half the people don't get it because they don't listen to the podcast, which is, in my opinion, is really stupid, uh, considering the fact that basically I'm looking at a process um, all the way from, you know, beginning to end, you know, the beginning of the research all the way to the finished product um, for Saturday uh, that comes out on Saturdays uh, for your Sunday games. So, it's really important to kind of be here all the way through the week. We kind of go through, uh, you know, Monday's kind of a go back through the weekend, um, uh, review the games, what we saw, what we didn't see. Uh, Tuesday's always kind of a waiver 
well, Mondays we kind of look at too with the review uh, because I will not be able to get the numbers and everything data that we need for strength of schedule chart for uh, weekly pickups. So we kind of look ahead to it, uh, garner some interest. Um, the what I'm going to end up doing is on Tuesdays we'll go back through it and kind of look at strength of schedule again um, with hopefully the new sheet with the new numbers. Um, and kind of look at it game by game. Uh, should have that done in a reasonable time on Tuesdays and be able to get that out. So if you got Wednesday waivers, that one's really going to help you out. Um, we'll just do general talking points and stuff like that. Wednesdays, hopefully we can uh, kind of start kind of going through the the week schedule um, and start kind of grabbing some of our players and inserting them Uh then, you know, we'll also talk a little bit about the Thursday night game, uh, what we're kind of looking at. I'll have the pricing by then, so I'll have that in and inserted. We'll kind of take a look at that. Um, <clears throat> and then, really, it uh, comes down to, let's see, Thursday, probably hopefully getting another pair down on there. Friday, yet another pair down if we have to. Um, but definitely, you know, it's 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 that it's that process, you know, that we want to go through. And then, you know, Saturday we'll have the actual finalized write-up come out. I'll do the podcast for that. Uh, and you'll be able to, what I what I really want you to listen for um, on that Saturday podcast is really, you know, or if I get it done late Friday night, you know, late Friday night, but um, I what you should be listening to on the radio, like if you listen to Sirius XM, any type of broadcasted uh, fantasy show product, uh, what you really need to be listening for <clears throat> is your host, analyst, expert, whatever you want to call it. Um, what you really want to listen for is you want to listen for those voice inflections. You can really tell uh, if you... If you really listen carefully, you can pick up on what's bullshit and what what picks that people really believe in. Um, I try to make a write-up that I believe in every pick uh, or every player that I insert in there. But what you're listening for, and I, I, I'll pretty much point it out because I'll tell you that it's, you know, I have a habit of just going, listen, He's probably going to be in every one of my write-up or any, every one of my cash lineups, uh, stuff like that. Um, you know, I I don't hide anything from anybody. The only players that I can use legitimately is what I write up. So <clears throat> if we have a concern with a player uh, where we might have a backup that comes in, um, I will write up, prob- I will probably write up that player even if I don't like him. But I will kind of explain the process of why this player, why this player is there. Um, usually, you know, it's what they call the free square, right? It's a cheap player that you fit in, so you can fit, you know, uh, more higher price players into your lineups. Um, I will tell you if I believe in it or not. Legit, if I believe it in it or not. If I don't, guess what? He ain't fucking going in there. If I believe that it will help the lineup, 
um, basically cancel out every other cash lineup that's going to be out there um, and make the lineup better? I'll tell you that. But nine times out of ten, what happens when we put the backup player in there? He doesn't come through. So I'm very, very cautious about what I put into that write-up because that is legit the only player pool that I will work from. It's the only player pool that I believe in. It's the only player pool that I will tell you to use. If you use anything outside of that player pool, that's on you. Like I've said it before, if if I go wrong, if I don't get us past the cash lineup, um, I will legitimately put all the blame on myself. Nobody's harder on me but myself. But you can <clears throat> absolutely take it out on me. I don't care if you want to call me stupid. If you want to say it's my my fucking fault for uh, you losing all your your cash, your 50-50 cash game money that week, you're fine with it. But you're going to legit have to show me that lineup. Okay? So we can talk it through. And if I find something outside of what I have put into the write-up, the finger's going to come back at you. Okay? So if you want to stray outside... I'm absolutely fine with it. If you have a gut feeling about a certain player going off, uh, it's a riskier play. We do run riskier plays here, the cash slash GPP plays. Everybody's aware of this. And we'll, I'll explain it a little bit more in the next one on how, you know, my lineup construction, what I look for uh, with those types of lineups. So we want to stay uh, very transparent and that goes on both sides. My really good player, my really good players, the ones who listen to the podcast, the ones who look legit look at the write up what I'm putting out there and go along with the podcast, those are my successful players. Sometimes they do stray outside a little bit. But guess what? A lot of times they still hit because they're at least following a, a certain strategy, a certain format of how to build their lineups. They know what they want to look for, and they're willing to take the risks on it. And it's not very many. Trust me, there's not very many who do that and do it well. So legit, what I'm putting out there you need, you need to listen. You can build your lineup the way you want. You can bring your lineup to me. I will tell you what I do like and what I don't like. If you have a lineup very similar to mine without me showing your lineup, my lineup, I generally do not show my lineup because I want to see when you show your lineup to me, If you're on the same page as myself. And a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of times, the people that do the work who, you know, well, I do the majority of the work, but the guys, you know, who use that work, right? 
the right way with the podcast, with the write-up. They come very fucking close to what I'm building. And that's what I want. Because they're able to pick out exactly what I'm saying and exactly where I'm going. And trust me, I have no problems going over lineups. I like to keep it on Sunday mornings if we can. I like to keep my Saturdays my Saturdays kind of free. Because usually I have my daughter in the at least in the afternoon. Uh divorced, of course, and you know, every other weekend type deal. But Friday night, every Friday night she's with me. Friday nights, I'll talk fantasy football. So we don't do much. We like to lay around. We like to sit around. We like to watch movies. We like to watch our anime shows. While I'm working. (laughs) Uh, Saturday mornings, I'm usually... uh, uh, Nine times out of ten, I'm usually building the article. uh, doing Doing the podcast. So in the afternoons... Um, even if it's not my weekend with her, I still have her legit, you know, part of the afternoon. We like to do something, go to the park, you know, just get out of the house, get away from football for a little while. Saturday nights, I will talk, I will talk, but you will know if I'm doing something. You can still hit me up. I'll still end up answering it. Of course, if I'm in a movie theater, might you know, take an hour and a half, two hours, but I will get back to you on it. I will tell you what I like and what I don't like. Um, I am probably going to do a Facebook Live. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick with the Facebook Live. Um, seems to be a little bit easier, uh, at least for this year. Next year, I'll probably do it in all formats, but... Uh, we'll do a Facebook Live. I'll figure out what time I'm going to end up doing that at. <clears throat> it's probably going to be, if I'm going to guess, um, I'm going to guess probably 8, either, you know, for like an hour, 8 o'clock, 9 in the morning. Go back over kind of the the, the whole write-up and all that. Um, uh, there, kind of talking about, you know, my lineup construction and whatnot. Uh, that type of thing, and then answer any starts it you know starts it questions uh, for seasonal uh, DFS lineup questions. Um, more than happy to do it on there. But I'm a legit. I'm probably going to keep that on Facebook Live. I'll still be available for the um, <clears throat> the. Uh, 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 um, why am I brain farting? Why am I brain farting? The uh, daily ambush chats. Uh, that's Steve Renner's site. I will be still available through there. Um, and then DMing through Twitter. So what do we got here? What do we got here? Somebody follow me? Oh, yeah. That's a fake hoe. Faux show. But yeah, that's kind of it with that. Um, we'll talk about, we'll talk a little bit of FanDuel. We'll talk FanDuel, DraftKings, and Yahoo and kind of go through it. <clears throat> what I like and don't like about each site. Um, and uh, what I'm kind of looking for for, you know, say point total thresholds and whatnot. Uh, and what we're looking at for uh, our players. You know, what we're getting back in uh, points per game and stuff like that. So 
But let's get into the spreadsheet. Uh, anybody who's listening to this, if you're listening to this right now, you're either waited, you either waited for the new spreadsheet to come out, which is separated by each game. Each game has its own tab. Or you're using the spreadsheet from la- one of the spreadsheets from last season that was sent out. Okay? I don't necessarily know if you want to listen to this without having it in front of you. Might be kind of confusing. The people who don't get the spreadsheet, you're definitely just like, at this point, fuck this. I'll wait for the next episode. And I don't blame you. This can kind of get a little bit boring. But, all right. Legit, if we're looking from left to right, we're just, I'm right now I am looking at the Dallas versus Tampa game. Uh, looking at the Dallas offense versus the Tampa Bay defense. Okay, On the far left side, of course, you have your players separated by position, quarterbacks, then running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Uh, you will notice for every team on this year's spreadsheet that the kicker spot is in there. And that is just in case I have it all laid out, just in case for whatever teams end up with the showdown slates, the kickers are automatically have their pricing i can put the ranks in uh no problems easy peasy lemon squeezy um then you have then you're gonna have the team defense of course on there um also involved with this is with the dallas tampa bay game i'm gonna go through the two different pricing styles um because this one's a showdown slate versus you know the main slate of the 13 games so uh, next, you're going to th- see the three bars. You're going to see the FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings. Each one has shows the players points per game from last season, their dollar amount for this year or for this game, and what rank is is the pricing rank from top to bottom, um, uh, highest price to lowest price. On the showdown slates, it's all players involved, okay? Uh, first down to, you know, say 27th. Um, and that includes any defense, kickers, uh, wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. It's just this is your pricing from top to bottom, okay? Um, the regular main slate, that pricing rank will be separated by their position. So say if Dak Prescott was the second high, uh, was rank was two, uh, like he is on this showdown slate, that that would mean that he is the second highest priced quarterback on the slate. Um, sometimes you will notice, uh, if you're looking at the new sheet, for instance, on the showdown slate, if you go to the wide receivers and you look at Noah Brown and Simi Fajoko, uh, they're both $5,000. They're both ranked at 27. Okay. When they're tied, when they are tied, it's legit. If there's three guys tied, it'll be 27th highest priced, and then 27, 27, and then if there was another guy, it would be the 30th, okay? So they all tied, but it's like 27, 28, 29, that type of deal. The problem is is when you're when I'm trying to get those numbers in there, uh, if there's any ties in there, if I put a T in there, it blanks out the number. Like, it just doesn't fucking exist. So that's kind of the reasoning behind it. <clears throat> um and that's just kind of the way I've done it. That's the way I've done it since I started this. Shit, what is this? This is the th- 
2018 I started making this, so 18, 19, 20, 21. So this is the fourth year um, of the spreadsheet, and that's been the way that I've done it the whole time. So, um, so yeah, so we got the pricing there. It's pretty straight. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, the showdown slates. I'm trying just to use the actual flex prices, um, not the MVP uh, one and a half X spot. Um, that's because FanDuel just uses one pricing. Yahoo, which is brand new to showdown this year, uh, has done that same thing. They only use one pricing. You just can put them anywhere you know, in the 1X spot or in the flex spots. Uh, So DraftKings, I just use the flex pricing. um, But DraftKings, if you put a player, say Dak Prescott, if you put him in the MVP spot, instead of him being $10,400, he's going to be $15,600. Because with the 1.5 points, you're also paying one and a half times the price. So it becomes closer to what you see on FanDuel and whatnot. So that's something just to kind of keep in mind um, when you're doing any type of showdown builds on DraftKings. Uh, Yahoo, I'm kind of intrigued. I kind of maybe am going to try that one uh, this week on the Dallas-Tampa game. You know, something real cheap and just kind of try it out because it, like I said, it's brand new for them, so I kind of want to see how well it works out. But uh, if we stick to the offense, offense is always going to be on the left-hand side, uh, separated from the defense with the black bar right down the middle. Okay, So you can take that black bar, offense to the left, defense to the right. Use the player logos to signify what side is what, right? Seems to work out. Everybody seems to get it. Um, so, but on a, on the offensive side, this is something that we added last year. Uh, the offensive DVOAs, uh, the more accurate <clears throat> depiction of how the offense is being run. Uh, you have your total offense DVOA, pass offense DVOA, it goes with more along with the quarterbacks. Um, that all, that anything that says DVOA automatically comes from footballoutsiders.com. Uh, if you do not have a subscription to them, I suggest possibly just taking a look into it. Um, they do run some deals, uh, during the season. So, uh, if you kind of want to see where these numbers come from, the data tables and whatnot, some of them can get a little bit confusing, but they do a pretty good job of explaining, uh, what everything kind of means. Um, so we also have the football outsiders, the offensive line pass blocking DVOA, uh, for Dallas, for instance, um, their total offense DVOA last year was 24th. Of course, you know, Dak Prescott was gone. This was mostly Andy Dalton in there. Uh, they were also 24th in passing offense DVOA that came way down from the beginning of the season when they were first, when they were just lighting up the league. Uh, The offensive line pass blocking DVOA was 14th uh, to end last season. Um, And then there's a bar right above the pass blocking DVOA. It's PFF, Offensive Line Match Pass Advantage. And what that is is pro football focuses their metric 
and they compare the offensive line versus the uh, uh, opposing team's defensive line, and they determine, you know, by their by their numbers, uh, which side has the advantage. And it works the exact same as, uh, say, the DVOA for the defense, right? So uh, anything blue and green is an advantage for the offense. Anything yellow, uh, pinkish, or red, uh, that is a disadvantage uh, against the defense, okay? And that runs true uh, below the advantage ratings color chart. <clears throat> where we also have the rushing defense de- or rushing offense DVOA, which finished 20th last year, uh, really bad year for the offensive line and for um, uh, Zeke Elliott, uh, even though the offensive line still rated out as the 12th best offensive line rush blocking DVOA. Um, so you'll have that. And then, of course, you'll have the pro football focus um offensive line matchup rush advantage uh, line. That will not be filled, I don't think, for week one. That'll start getting filled in for week two, um, unless I want to go ahead and and try and figure it out. Um, I may go ahead and look at Football Outsiders and see if I can find some kind of a number to use there, but I'll end up doing that probably tomorrow. So now we move over to the defensive side. This is the a little bit more important side when you're kind of comparing the two um, football outsiders is the, the innermost column right to the right of the black line. Uh, you have total defense, pass defense. Uh, that's going to relate to the quarterback on the other side. Uh, then you have the rush defense and you have the defense versus running back in the passing game. Of course that goes for the running backs. You have the, Uh, defense versus wide receiver one, wide receiver two, the wide receiver plus. Uh, You have that color fill in. And there, of course, wide receivers, right? And then defense versus tight end versus tight end. Um, The line bars that are underneath each set of charts, right? So you have the pass. You see total defense has its own line. That's just in general how the whole de- the defense as a whole is playing, right? That's not going to affect um, really too much uh, individual positions, but it, it does tell you how well the defense is playing. Um, maybe they're going to have a little bit of an advantage against the offense as a whole. Um, so it's not nearly as important, but it's still something that you kind of want to look at and maybe factor in. It is something that we have used to kind of find a a sneaky little defense. Uh, we generally like to pay down for our defenses and try and find anything to where uh, they might have an advantage for turnovers and whatnot. So we do use a total defense one and just kind of take a look at that. Um, but what those lines from left to right, that's weeks 1 through 18, there is a 19th. Uh, spot in there that's going to be for the end of season ranking because I have to take one of these charts and actually make it into the playoff chart Um, so what you're going to be able to do is like say if you look at the pass defense right it has a five so it's the fifth best pass defense last at the end of last season 
<clears throat> so each week when I put in those numbers, that number's going to change. Some of these we have to be real fucking careful with because, and this is why we like to talk about whether or not teams had um, improved their defenses or if they had gotten weaker, right? So we in week two, when you see the number, that number could drastically change. What if Tampa you know, didn't retain its whole secondary, right? Well, would they have still been the fifth best, you know, pass defense? Probably not. Probably not. It probably would have been something that we wanted to attack. But we have to remember that everybody has this information. So we have determined that we're going to look at that information. We're going to look at the draft. This is why I start this shit in February is to pay attention to every fucking defense and decide if it has gotten better or if it has gotten worse. That's why when I'll sit in a draft and somebody will take a defense, I will sit there and go, you sure about that? And they'll be like, yeah, I love this defense. Their secondary really isn't, they did nothing to do anything to help out their secondary. Um, plus it's, you know, been injured. I can spit some of that stuff out at a draft, like nothing. This is why, this is why I spent six, what, six, seven months doing this shit. The day after the Super Bowl. It's to give all of us an advantage on all these other sites, these sites that cl always claim that we're the fucking best. We, we do everything. We do the deep data drive, you know, dive into everything. Yeah, you could do a deep data drive on anything. I have tons of fucking data. You'll look at these. A lot of people look at these spreadsheets and they can't fucking understand it. And that's fine. Let me fucking understand it, right? I'm the one that, you're not paying to do all this. And I say that as a joke because then I got to push the Venmo. Then I got to push the PayPal. Donations are always accepted. <laughs> Donate now. Donate now. But I mean, you know, in, in all honesty, it, the more work you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. Do I need to do all this for seasonal? No, not at all. Do I need to do a lot of this for DFS? You fucking better believe I do. I shit you not. I am the best unpaid fucking DFS player that can give you this information. We are expecting big things this year. Big fucking things this year. So, but you'll notice for everything, pass defense is always going to be, you know, for the quarterbacks. Um, and then, you know, each individual area, you know, running back, wide receiver, tight end, we already explained that. But each one's going to have their own line. You're going to be able to see the trends. You're going to be see the, see the ebbs and flows, the valleys and the peaks. We're going to be able to see trends. And we're going to be able to get ahead of trends. We're going to be able to get on top of spots before other sites. And that's a huge fucking goal. That's a huge advantage is to get ahead of everybody. 
There's a lot of fucking information out there. There's a lot of fucking sites out there. The fact that any of you actually trust me for this shit means a whole hell of a lot. But you also know how much fucking work I put into this. And you have seen the fucking results. Each year has gotten exponentially better. Took a big leap last year. Big leap. And I don't play nearly enough as what I uh, as what I should. But when I started getting four figures last year, and it was consistent because of cash games, did hit a GPP, hit some bets. Bets are free. Bets are not. I would not recommend playing, but I will tell you some stuff that I like. Um. But we're expecting five, at least five figures this year. The goal is to <clears throat> get five figures, get a decent five-figure payout this year. If not, go for the six. What is that going to take? It's going to take, you know, a GPP or two. I'm not playing in a $100,000 winner-take-all type tournament. You know what I mean? I'm not playing in a fucking Millie Maker. So, it's hard work. It's all year. We have 18 fucking weeks to do it before the playoffs. We want to make our bankroll for the playoffs and then have some fun with it, okay? Uh the second set of the second set or second column set uh comes from Pro Football Reference. This is going to be your defense versus position uh points per game. Uh so what you'll see is the DVP rank uh, which should be pretty obvious. It's kind of like DVOA. So if you're looking at Tampa Bay's defense uh, versus quarterbacks, right? They were 14th. They were 14th overall in the league. Um, and then the next, and then the next three numbers from left to right, you have points allowed, FanDuel points per game, DraftKings points per game. What's points allowed? Pretty much what you can look at points uh, points allowed being would be the old standard league, right? The touchdown-only league, um, non-PPR, if you want to call it. Uh, that's kind of what that is. And then FanDuel is your half-point PPR site. DraftKings is your full-point PPR site. Um, they do a little bit for bonuses and stuff, a little bit different. That's kind of why the numbers change for the quarterbacks. Uh, but, I mean, you definitely see it in the running backs with a DVP rank of second overall, so second-best defense in the league uh, <clears throat> in points allowed to running backs, 14.1. Uh, then you have 17.3. That's their half-point PPRs in there. And then 20.7 on DraftKings, so that's your full-point PPR. So that's how you kind of read it. So if you play more on FanDuel, you're going to look at that third that third number, if you're playing on DraftKings, you're going to look at you're going to look at that fourth number, okay? Um, and then, of course, running backs, um, wide receivers, tight ends, the kickers. <clears throat> you can actually get the points on in there. Um, that one actually comes from NFL.com, uh, as does the defensive points per game. Um, I just I don't write it in just because it's just one one number so it's not anything too major but um, if you track that DV if you track that DVP um, 
this is going to actually come in more handy if you don't if you don't play showdown slates the kicker never comes into really any focus um but like i have always stressed with the spreadsheets use these for your seasonal teams use them for your seasonal teams why nobody uses it for their seasonal teams i don't fucking know Obviously, if we're finding it for DFS, it's going to be good for your seasonal team. If you need a high flyer, you can use it for your seasonal team. If you need a fucking kicker, you can use it for your seasonal team. If you need a streaming defense, you can use it for your seasonal team. Have I pounded it into your head yet? Thank God. Thank God. I'm still going to get a fucking question on it. <laughs> so, what you're really looking what you're really looking for then now that you have your DVOA defense um and your defense versus position rankings, what you're looking for now is correlation between the two. <clears throat> so, if you look if you look at wide receivers, right? Uh, the wide receiver two column, which would be C.D. Lamb, is ranked 22nd. Okay. Again, we're going to be very careful in week one. Let Make your list. Pare it down if this was, you know, main slate, right? But 22nd, 22nd lining up more in the slot. DVP rank 18th. So let's say we're playing on DraftKings. They give up 39.9 points to the wide receiver position as a whole. And he faces Sean Murphy bunting in the slot. He has a distinct advantage over Sean Murphy bunting. He actually has an advantage over Jamel Dean and a slight advantage over uh, Carlton Davis. If you go to Pro Football Focus, if you look, if you go to NFL, click on the team. If you click on, say, Dallas, and then you go to schedule, you can click on the preview matchup, and you can see these, okay? Basically, the color codings on those cornerbacks, on the, on the safety that's covering the tight end, that is taken from their number their numbering system, which is what I used for the color charting or the co- uh, color coding for the depth charts, Okay. So what I do is I take the ratings, whoever's smallest, ver- you know, you know, you get the two numbers across from one another. So I take the smallest number, divide it by the bigger number, and get that percentage, right? So if he had, like, Sean Murphy bunting, it's over 15% advantage. That means it comes out somewhere uh, between, you know, like 78, it's like 78% to... 84 right that would be our light green well that's between fit uh, you know actually you take the difference from 100 minus that and it's uh between 15 and 22 percent so it's a really good matchup for him he has the advantage on it uh you do the same you do the same even if the cornerback hat or safety 
has the advantage on whoever they're covering. You do the same thing, but you just do it on the negative on the negative side. So it's either a yellow or pink, you know, or red. You you get it right. Um, very easy to it's very easy to do on your own. Um, uh, I have mentioned this. I have noticed this the last couple of years out of Pro Football Focus. They've gotten very sloppy on their cornerback matchups, uh, safety matchups. Uh, not so much on the safety matchups uh, outside of just how they figure out how you would figure out uh, advantage rating. Um, I have been going back through uh, player by player and redoing the rankings. I especially started doing that right at week one last year, and it worked out really fucking well. Um, but they have gotten sloppy with it. They are doing, uh, if you look at their wide receiver cornerback chart, they were fucking up the advantage-disadvantage rating, and I caught it. Like I said, I caught it a couple of years ago, so I had started it uh, midway through 2019 season and started f- figuring out that the fuck-up was there, corrected it for us, and watched a lot of sites crash and burn because you they'll always tell you like who their high flyer is for the week, um, you know guys that they're looking for, and I would watch it crash and burn because I'm like, no, you absolutely went to Pro Football Focus, you just took them for their word, and you got fucked. <laughs> so, and I I've actually talked to a couple people. I talked to a couple people at the conf- at the expo this year about it. And we talked about rlads.com, uh, which um, I like to use for my depth charts, but sometimes they're kind of fun- they were kind of funky. Um, and I've talked about that too on the pod. That uh, they'll get it, they'll get it wrong. They'll either have the depth charts, you know, kind of twisted around a little bit, and it's like, no, you have no clue. You either are being really lazy about this, or you just have no clue, right? So <clears throat> doing stuff like that, you have to be really careful about it. Um, you kind of have to know what you're looking for, though. Um, and with how much work I put into this, of course I'm going to notice it before anybody, uh, before a lot of people. So, And that's not to toot my own horn, but that's to toot my own fucking horn. Um, but really, it's... It's it's just trying to be neat about neat and tidy and organized about everything. Um, take we take this I take this very very seriously. Um, it is a game, love playing the game, but the problem is is that there's a lot of money to be made, and I want a lot of it, and I want a lot of you to get it too. I cannot expect anyone out there to win. If I do not expect myself to win, I have no problem with anybody picking backing off of my work, especially the ones that have been there since day one. The goal is always to outperform the big guys. When we outperform them, 
I have no problem showing our lineups, right? Showing how well we did out on social media, anything like that. If we have really good weeks and these places fail, I don't care. If you hate these sites, if you hate people at these sites, we are not in the business of fighting with other sites, instigating contact with other sites in negative ways. It's not to say that you can't still be pissed at them. It's not to say that you can't sit back and go, got you, motherfuckers. But we are not going to attack other sites. We are not going to attack other quote-unquote analysts, quote-unquote experts. Okay? We are not going to do that. We're going to keep our mouths shut. Let our play do the talking. And show them how well we are doing. That means you can show it. You can be excited about any fucking win that you have. Any week. Cash game, GPP, I don't care. Be excited about it. Throw it out there. You tag me in it, I'll like it. Okay? I'm going to like a lot of other sites, people having any type of success. I have no problem with it. But I sure as fuck am trying to beat them motherfuckers every goddamn week. But I'm not going to throw it in their face. Not going to throw it in their face. We're just going to show it. Going to show it and be like, guess what? Got you, motherfucker. See you next time.